Hello and welcome to the program. Before I get into the topic today, I want to start off by saying I was actually going to address the epidemic of kneeling for the National Anthem in America on this program. But after conducting my research, I found that not so surprising fact that no matter how much truth is provided, no matter how much evidence is available, there's no resolution among hard-headed and stubborn people, no matter how wrong they are. Now, I'm not speaking about people's right to peacefully protest, and I'm not talking about taking away any freedom of speech. But it is a fact that most of the people in America are offended by kneeling for the national anthem. And along the same lines, disrespecting the American flag. It's also a fact that the loudest and most insecure and disrespectful people will always think their opinion matters, and only theirs. They will feel they are right, no matter what. And because of their chronic insecurities, will always try and force their opinions on others. So, knowing that those people always have an excuse, they will always threaten violence, which they say they're against, by the way, and they'll spew their own dribble from every rating targeted media source around, and I'll drop the issue until enough respectable, considerate people wish to discuss the issue on a mature level, through inspired conversation, and not through emotionally unsubstantiated hate. And since my original topic is bound to inspire useless ranting and less educated debate, on that note, I'll start things off with some of my personal experiences and dialogue. One of the great things about America is the freedom to choose a path, be it for education, lifestyle, religion, or career. They're almost unlimited choices. America is much less programmed than many other places around the world. Let me explain that a bit. I use my own personal experiences. When I was growing up, my parents divorced while I was very young. That's not uncommon in America. Now, despite their separation, though, they offered guidance, but for the most part encouraged me to pursue my own American dream. I won't say that they didn't try and influence my decisions, because they did. However, I was never compelled to live the way they wanted me to. And in other words, I was not being guided along a path that simulated an extension of their own dreams, beliefs, and hopes. They made sure I knew right from wrong. They fed and clothed me, for the most part. And I got punished for doing wrong and rewarded for doing right. Most of the time, anyway. And for the most part, they laid out a good foundation for me. Now, my family wasn't wealthy. At best, we were middle class, but probably at the low end. Anyway, my point is, that type of childhood is very common in America. Now, let me compare that to some other cultures that I'm familiar with. The differences are quite drastic, and many people in America, especially those with no experiences outside the country, take some of these freedoms for granted. I'm not just talking about legal freedoms, I'm talking about the way families interact and encourage each other. Obviously, other parts of the world have serious legal and political differences. That's common knowledge to most people. The inherent freedoms to choose and make one's own way in life is something that Americans have, but often don't recognize as unique to America. And they often take that for granted, assuming that the rest of the world is just the same. And many have developed an entitlement mentality instead of accepting responsibility for their futures and taking advantage of the power and the freedom we have in America to become exactly what we want to be. There are many examples of Americans becoming very successful, coming from all walks of life, and all different circumstances and backgrounds. Now back to the comparison. Asia has an awful lot of people, a lot more than America. And although there are a number of specific differences through Asia in the culture, there are some notable differences within the family, which has little to do with their governments. For example, in America, most people can choose when and who they marry. And 
at least from my experiences, are not pressured one way or another into marriage, nor are they pressured into having children, and they are not overly pressured into an education or career path. Now, I will say that it's normal to get married at certain ages, and it's normal to have children once you're married, but it's not pressured. It's not something that if it doesn't happen, that it's life-ending or that it breaks the family apart. It may cause some dissension, but other than that, it's not something that's seriously pressured. Now, like I said, I know there are pressures, but the degree to which is much, much less than what I've seen in Asia. If I ever committed a terrible crime in America, for example, my family might be embarrassed. And they might not ever speak to me again, might even disown me. Uh, but in parts of Asia, uh, that's much more serious. It's quite different to embarrass your family in some parts. Sometimes people resort to suicide rather than live with that hanging over them, that embarrassment. And as far as crimes are concerned, in some cases, criminals, their families might bear the liability for fines and restitution if the criminal can't pay or fails to pay. It's also not uncommon for young adults to commit suicide if they fail to get into the right school or get into the expected profession that their family has or marry at the right age or if they can't have children. And that's a terrible thing, too. It's often very likely that families will force for a divorce. If one, either the husband or the wife, can have a child, they'll force a divorce and make them remarry so that they can have children. Children's often very much expected in parts of Asia. As another example, when I first got married, I couldn't stand my in-laws, and my wife at the time didn't like my family either. So for the most part, we didn't interact with either side that much and they didn't have much influence in our lives either. In parts of Asia, it is expected that marriage includes the families, and the families have a direct say in certain aspects of your life. And the law often backs them up, as well as tradition. As an example, a young woman recently in China went into labor. When she arrived at the hospital, the doctor recognized that the baby was too big to safely deliver without a C-section. Well, the woman's in-laws refused to authorize a C-section as they wanted her to have a natural birth. Even though the husband told the doctors to go through with the procedure, the hospital wouldn't do it because the law backed up the family's refusal to authorize it. So, sadly to say, during the arguing and the fighting between the parents, the families, and the husband with the doctors, the woman took her own life as well as her babies by jumping from the fifth floor of the hospital. Now, that's just one sad example, but it's reality in some places. I saw a video recently also that circulated through unofficial sources. It was quite graphic. A group of teenagers were torturing and beating two other teenage boys to death. It was over an argument or something very similar that you always have when you're young teenagers. Anyway, it was very brutal, and the process took nearly four hours, so the poor young men suffered quite a bit before they actually died. The group of kids that did this were all related to government officials in this small town where it happened. After the video surfaced, the distraught families went to the police and nothing was done. The families were considered too influential and too powerful. Even the police feared for the safety of their own families, so they couldn't do anything or they wouldn't do anything. Now I'm going to pause for just a moment and get back to the United States. I want to say just a few things. The loudest voices are not always truthful. The most adamant about their own personal beliefs and their own opinions are not always respectful. Our country is not filled with hate. Our country is not divided and fragile. All of these are exactly what the weakest and the most insecure people want everyone to believe so that they can be in the spotlight. And the media feeds into it. 
so that they can get emotionally enticed people, the most vulnerable people in our country, into fits of anger and rage, so they can move to the next story and repeat it all over again and again. The NFL and Major League Baseball and other professional sports organizations have no place in politics, in my opinion. Sure, they're free to do whatever they want. I would never propose to take any freedoms from anybody in America. But, as their ratings tank, and they lose viewers, and they lose attendees, maybe they'll recognize that they are expected to offer entertainment and competition, something Americans love, by the way, but they're not expected to contribute to political dialogue and hate-inspiring nonsense that brings them into politics. It's simply not their place, in my opinion. And obviously many others feel the same way. Since the kneeling started, I haven't watched a game, I haven't subscribed to a network, and I'll never buy another ticket or jersey or cap in the foreseeable future. I know that losing my business is not going to break them. They probably won't even miss me. But I don't support them while they choose to use their position of mass media and use their fan base as a means to perpetuate political statements when they should be concentrating on entertaining us. And the same applies to all those loudmouth Hollywood actors and actresses and directors and producers. And as long as they use their quick access to the press to inspire hatred toward the president and hatred to one group of Americans or another, as long as they do that, I will never support them. Most of the people doing these kind of things are too naive to know how lucky they are to be free. And if they do recognize it and still cause dissension at these levels, well, that's worse. That's just being ignorant in my eyes. Either way, they're not as important or smart as they think, and they are far from truly being knowledgeable about their own protest. If it all were a movie, it'd be a great comedy to watch. Make them fools of themselves. But since it's true, and it causes harm, it's serious, and it has no place in America, in my opinion. So now, when people kneel before our national anthem, let them know that they have the freedom to do so. But they need to recognize it as disrespectful, on a level that I can't possibly emphasize on this program, to all those who fight for, have fought for, and will fight for freedom that allows every American to grow up and make their own paths in life. They're being completely disrespected by these people. That's all for this program. Please let me know if you have any comments, suggestions, or feedback. And I hope you come back soon.